Welcome to the Coaching Connection Podcast, brought to you by the Gateway Training Center, the home for all of your life coach training needs. I am Katie Rushton, educator and your trusted friend in the coaching world. I am here to share with you best practices, coaching examples, and tools to help you on your professional coaching journey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Coaching Connection Podcast. Now get ready because I think that this episode may be the best of all time of 2022. And we are just beginning. Today's content is fresh and inspiring and I hope it resonates with you as I share. And it may feel like we are in a class together and really learning mastery concepts of coaching together. Let's start with a question. What comes to mind when I say, as a coach, be curious? Uh Uh-huh. Yes. As a coach, be curious. Perhaps you thought of letting curiosity inspire questions or allowing yourself to remove assumptions and be as present as you can. Curiosity is a concept we encourage and discuss when learning about coaching fundamentals, such as empathy and creating a coaching alliance. Curiosity, ladies and gentlemen, is a key that supports the partnership element of the relationship. Now, let's switch the viewpoint to encouraging those we work with to be curious. How, (laughs) how do we approach that? How do you currently approach that? William Arthur Ward, an American writer, said that curiosity is the wick in the candle of learning. Applying that to coaching, we are inviting people to become curious about who they are from experiences that have shaped their lives, their family and relationships to everyday behaviors and patterns. In psychology, there is a concept called metacognition. In short, this means to think about what we think about. (laughs) It's something we can naturally develop and it's something we can learn and strengthen. Our brains are designed, and it's quite awe-inspiring when you think about it, our brains are designed to allow us to function throughout our lives without having to make decisions every moment of the day. Our intelligence beliefs and values greatly influence the way we think and allow us to go about the day without constantly overthinking. Sometimes we experience blocks or patterns of thought that become dominant or engage in behaviors that perpetuate cycles we want to change. I do want to highlight that working with a coach isn't just about somebody saying, this is my struggle, help me change. It's also about, this is where I am at in life. 
helped me visualize the possibilities. In fact, for me, coaching is, it's more about the possibilities than the problem. Metacognition is a concept that we can use to help others look at their lives from a different perspective or from a narrative idea. Imagine you are in the audience observing your world to allow you to gain insights with the help of questions or prompts from the coach. It helps to empower others because they develop the ability to gain distance and perspective on their thoughts and beliefs. Taking a meta view is a powerful approach to both extend our listening skills and reflections, along with inviting the clients and those we work with to be able to see alternative perspectives. Sometimes people can think in black and white scenarios. It's either this or that. To share a teaching experience here, (laughs) just a sidestep for a moment, I will always remember listening to a student coaching one of the campus classes I was teaching a couple of years ago. And she was coaching someone who seemed stuck between two narratives. She took a somewhat Socratic questioning style and said, give yourself time to ponder this. What's the third option? Uh huh. She asked, what is the third option? It's amazing because it invites you to think differently. It's like the the brain puzzles where you miss something simple and it sometimes takes someone to ask a question to help widen the lens, so to speak. It is also solution focused because it's asked from a place of belief that there is a third option for the person to take or believe. And another way to say third option is to ask, what is the alternative? It was such a powerful reminder, listening to that coach, observing that coach, not only for myself, but also the class. So together, it was a reminder not to get lost in the story and remain curious and collaborative with the client and those that we work with. To pause for a moment and go back (laughs) and to define the meta view, it's truly looking at the bigger picture and hearing what people say and reflecting or sharing that back or using joining summaries of different points you have heard and asking what the connection could be. To keep our momentum going with curiosity and empowering those we work with, consider taking a possibility thinking approach to coaching. What does it mean to you to be a possibility thinker? What it is not (laughs) is looking for silver lines or trying to spin a positive on all hard and difficult experiences. In contrast, it is the ability to create space 
for clarity. Dr. Patrick Williams teaches the need to coach the gap between where people are and where they want to be. In his own words, he says, part of a coach's job is to be a possibility thinker, to partner with clients in exploring alternatives and seeking possible solutions, new methods, strategies, or directions clients can go. Possibility thinking offers clients an opportunity to suspend their usual reality and explore a world of potential. When they do, clients return to their current situation and see clearly, perhaps for the first time, blocks they have been living with and ways to eliminate them. For example, clients who have been paralyzed by fear may not realize it is possible to act despite the fear and break through fear by not surrendering to it. You may have to get creative with your questions, which is where more creativity comes in. For example, you could ask what is known as the miracle question. This style of question comes from solution-focused therapy and often sounds like if you went to sleep tonight and a miracle happened and the problems you want to be solved disappeared, what would be the first thing you would notice? This approach is powerful because we are helping people switch from problem talk to solution talk. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden, (laughs) all of a sudden life is full of roses. It means we are helping people to start to imagine and visualize possibilities. When I teach the miracle question during the course, I think many ask the question and then stop there. They don't maximize on the, the opportunity or the potential. Go further. Think about what else you can follow on with, especially in relation to what the person wants to change. Questions such as, what would you focus your energy on? Or what would you do differently can and are open and helpful to go deeper. Now, a question for you. How would being a possibility thinker help you help others to be curious? Let's apply it to ourselves. How can being a possibility thinker in our own lives help? I am a firm believer that we need to apply the concepts we learn and use with others to help on our own journey first. Some might be asking, does remaining curious and being a possibilities thinker mean we don't discuss problems or ask what people are struggling with first? Well, first, that is about perception and definition. As coaches, yes, we need a starting point. We need an understanding of someone's current reality, but we don't need to dwell there or constantly replay the story. This is where a caution with being curious comes in. Be careful not to let personal 
curiosity lead, meaning that you have shifted from being objective and what I call being neutral to getting lost in the story of the experience. Marcia Reynolds, who is an executive coach and author, talks about the importance of emotional regulation and the strength to not get caught up in the client's story. If you experience heightened emotions, acknowledge it to yourself and then let it go. So in other words, let it go while you are coaching and then work through it outside of coaching. Don't bring your heightened emotion to the table and let it be a part of the coaching relationship because it's not about us. But if we do have that experience, then we can go to our peer coaches or supervision or our own coach to seek support. Or maybe it's something we we can journal about and that's all we need to do or talk out loud to a friend and a loved one, depending on what it is. To help, Marcia teaches three concepts to coach from a place of what she has coined <laughs> unself. This means you let go of I. To summarize her own words, as coaches, we receive and then give back, meaning we receive what they're experiencing and we reflect back like a mirror what we hear. When you move from doing coaching, which is from a place of I, you start being with instead. Part of the concept of unselfing is letting go of knowing and needing. To define that further, knowing, let go of being the one who knows. Give space and allow others to grow. Needing, let go of the need to be the one who knows. I'll say that one more time. Let go of the need to be the one who knows. Let go of needing validation. And then with unselfing, when you unself, you let go of fear and attachment. Letting go of attachment is being attached to the outcome. We acknowledge that people are responsible for their own choices and actions. One curious question that Marcia encourages coaches to keep in mind is the following. What is getting in the way of this smart, resourceful person from seeing a way forward to what they want to achieve? When you coach from that place, you are helping to transform beliefs, assumptions, and patterns people want to change. Humor me as I end with one of my favorite quotes by Marcia. Coaching mastery is a deepening of presence, not the perfection of your coaching skills. People want you to be present, not perfect. I believe that to achieve this, we need to allow ourselves and invite others to be curious together. Something that I really appreciate about today's topic and being curious, being present and remembering to allow people space to grow and take their journey and have ownership of their journey is that it applies to coaching and 
it really does apply to life. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. I invite you to share your feedback with me, to ask questions, to get curious, to go deeper, and to apply this to your coaching. Please reach out to us here at The Gateway to share what you would like to hear more of, what you'd like to learn more about, and how we can truly serve you.